Welcome to Come Along With Me, a podcast for fans who finished all 10 seasons of Adventure Time and want to journey back through the land of ooh in an episode-by-episode analysis of Cartoon Network's most mathematical TV show. I am KK the Human. And I'm Laura, also the human. This is Chapter 2.4, Blood Under the Skin, boarded by Cole Sanchez and Benton Connor. In this episode of Come Along With Me, the knight in jet black armor really ain't a charmer. This podcast contains full spoilers for all of Adventure Time. If you haven't finished the series, turn back now. While shooing a ladybug out of their house, Finn gets a bad splinter. He and Jake go to choose Goose, where he gets a thimble to protect his finger. Several nearby knights laugh at his un- armor, especially a warrior named Sir Slicer. Choose Goose tells Finn of the legendary armor of Zeldron, the most armor in Ooh. Navigating via poem, Finn makes his way through the swamp of embarrassment and gets a red-faced creature to stop crying. Sir Slicer follows them and makes fun of Finn's embarrassment, even hiring a minstrel to make up a song called Finn the Blushing Baby. Finally at the home of Zeldrin's armor, Finn and Jake are confronted with a ghost man who tells them that in order to the past they have to play drop ball. Drop ball is a game where you pick up a ball with your butt put it back down again which embarrasses finn further they sneak past ghostman and get the armor only to find out it's <gasps> lady armor <laughs> ghostman upset that they aren't taking his drop ball tips turns into an evil ghost jake shapeshifts to fit the armor of zeldron who was the ghostman's mother jake chides him and sends him on his way Sir Slicer is back to make fun of Finn, but he topples off his horse and gets a splinter. Finn laughs at his embarrassment, and he and Jake fly away. How was my Choose Goose impression? That was pretty good. Yeah, Thank nice you. work. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I'm going to be frank. Most of this episode doesn't do much for me, but I love me some Choose Goose, so I'm glad he's here. This is his first episode, yeah? Yeah. That's what I thought. I don't know. He's just hilarious. He's a goose who rhymes and has a silly voice. Choose Goose is voiced by Jeff Bennett, who doesn't do very many other voices in this the series. The name sounds familiar, does... though. Yeah, he does. Oh, he's in Enchanted. Oh, okay. He's in Johnny Bravo. Dexter. He's Dexter's that... dad. That makes some sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. But he is cool Johnny Bravo, so that's pretty significant. That is pretty significant. Yeah. I enjoyed Johnny Bravo growing up. So did I. I don't know if I would as an adult, but (laughs) I did as a kid. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not sure if I'm (laughs) rushing to revisit that, but, uh, you know. (laughs) Speaking of Johnny Bravo, and I'm not sure if we'll even keep this in the episode, are you aware that many, many people ship him with Samurai Jack? Uh, what? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) So there is logic to find this when johnny bravo and, and samurai jack were originally airing 
there was like a series of commercials that were called like Cartoon Cine, where all the various cartoon characters on this network at the time like shared like a modern suburban environment. And there was one episode about them both doing laundry at a laundromat at the same time and both being like kind of half naked and just sort of like looking at each other and being like awkwardly <laughs> ignoring <laughs> the fact they're both half naked and that shed off an entire ship that continues to this day. That's amazing. I love yeah. fa- fan works. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't related to the episode at all. I just was reminded and felt I had to share. Speaking of voices, Sir Slicer is Peter Stormare, who's uh, famous for a couple of Coen Brothers movies, including Fargo and The Big Lebowski. And he's like this huge, hulking, I think, Polish dude, Hungarian maybe. And Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) it's delightful that he's this random voice in one episode of Adventure Time. (laughs) Well, I really like his voice, actually. It's... uh... The character's a jerk, but his voice is very interesting. He also has good taste, I would say. Like, the the clash between the jet black armor and the pink horse. That's aesthetic. Yeah, I agree. I wonder, you know, his coloring suggests to me he might be the same race as uh, Billy. Hmm. Billy and Canyon. Yeah, uh, I can see that, actually. Yeah. I wonder, he's much smaller than Billy and Canyon, though. He is, so maybe that's why he's following a 13-year-old around because he's and mocking self-conscious him. about his size. Listen, if I wanted to see a bunch of grown adults dunking on 12-year-olds for no good reason, I'd just go on Tumblr. <laughs> okay, there. That's very good. You got me. You got me. <laughs> I want to have a shout out to the random guy in the background whose armor has a broom on his head. Oh, me too. The push broom guy. They're all making fun of Finn's armor and he has a push broom on his head. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So I guess uh, Finn not wearing armor is another point for him being a barbarian class in D&D. Is that something barbarians are known for? Yeah, they're known for not wearing armor. Because well, they have a low then, armor class, but, you know, high everything else. Like high high health. Like, so yeah, I can exactly. just take a sword to the chest and not even care. You know it. You know it. Just like Brom, you're not going to get that reference, but someone in the audience will. <laughs> Jeez, this is a weird ep. Uh, <laughs> Should we talk about drop ball? Is it that time? Uh, yes. I mean, listen, earlier in the episode, uh, Finn gets called a pervert as he walks through the swamp of embarrassment swamp of embarrassment and i don't think that was fair um but that scene does ma- but the drop ball scene does make me feel a little like a pervert I'm not gonna <laughs> lie drop ball <laughs> it's probably a good workout right? yeah probably i my butt is far too small to pick up a ball although i'll just i'll just admit that I mean, I don't even think I could get my butt low enough to the ground in a squat. I mean, I do squats pretty regularly, and I don't think I squat that deep. The Drop Ball Ghost is voiced by uh, Steve Little, a.k.a. Pet Butt, a.k.a. Abraka Daniel. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, You can hear it. You can hear it. He has a very distinctive voice, and I kind of love what he gives for that. Yeah, me too. He's maybe my favorite voice actor in the series. That's a tough contender. 
This is making me realize I'm really wishing for Wizard City to come out. This is going to be airing far in the future. We're currently recording this in April. So hopefully whoever's listening to this by now is like, well, well, you've already got Wizard City and that's great for you. But it's in like six months since the last (laughs) Distant Lands app and we've heard nothing. Nothing. I saw a post on Twitter the other day and I was so excited. And then I realized it was April April 1st. Yeah. Yeah. I was scrolling through Adventure Time Twitter on April Fools, and I was like, "Man, everything's really weird today. What? What's what's going on here?" And then obviously, it, I caught it on. Uh, also, when they're playing drop ball, Finn says, "Let's just kill him and get the armor," which is <laughs> not very lawful good of him. <laughs> no, but does it count if he's already a ghost? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, he's like a cursed ghost, right? So I don't know. I wonder what the difference is between a cursed ghost and just a regular ghost ghost. Yeah, what are the ghost rules in Ooh? We don't really know much about them. Well, we know that at least some ghosts are trapped by needing to, like, do the, you know, whole unfinished business thing. I think we get that story with uh, Ghost Princess. And also the fly episode, Ghost Fly. I don't remember that one at all. Oh, g- so. good. Oh, wait, wait. a doozy. <laughs> oh, wait, I do. Oh, f- Frick, okay, thanks, you brought that back. Um, (laughs) And then we also know that ghosts suck and are really mean and they have a rock, paper, scissors thing going with vampires. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so I guess it's time for us to talk about the whole last joke quotation marks of the episode, which is they get the armor of Zeldron or whatever. And haha, it looks like a female Valkyrie warrior and Finn has to dress up like a woman. Oh, what a funny joke. I know. Haha, so funny. Gotta love that. Jake's cool with it, so I guess I appreciate that. Yeah, and that seems to be a theme in the first couple of seasons where like Finn does something a little bit, I don't know, misogynistic transphobic whatever homophobic and then but then it kind of is balanced out because jake is like i'm cool with it i like dresses and and lady armor and i mean listen is any shapeshifter cisgender any shapeshifter in media if you do a shapeshifter character who is cis you are a coward and a (laughs) failure and i am putting that my foot down on that Laura's being serious today. <laughs> Listen, we had to stop for like this recording for two weeks and I've come back. No hold bar. <laughs> My opinions completely, completely uncensored, except for swear words, which I have had to stop myself saying a number of times. <laughs> the drop ball ghost turns into a nice hag, which is, I think, our first of the season. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. We, we like ourselves a hag. I want to talk a moment about breastplate design with an emphasis on the breast element. It's just bad armor design, guys. It's just bad armor design. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It, all it would do is if you took a blow to your chest, which is, you know, the point about breastplates is you're just going to focus like all the pressure into like right around your like a single point in your chest. That's just going to. It's just going to hurt and probably kill you, to be yeah, quite Yeah, collapse frank. and crush your heart. Yeah. Which isn't to say, like, it has no place in character design armor or whatever, because, like, sometimes you want to emphasize that. But, like, 
don't, don't do it if you're actually wanted to be like, this is super cool, awesome armor. That makes no sense. Yeah, decorative or, or nothing. Decorative or nothing. Uh, so I just wanted to put that in here. Yeah, I mean, there's some... There's a Phil face in this episode. In yeah. the swamp of embarrassment. One of the naked people has a Phil face. I know we, we said that Phil face is meant to be a compliment to this guy, Phil. But why do they make it so ugly? Though? Yeah, it's kind of like... Kind of like a low-key, it's like shade. Yeah, yeah, it's... I'm just saying if if my co-workers were like, we love you so much, Laura, we made this little art doodle of you to show our love, and it looked like that, I'd be like, not really feeling it, guys. I'm gonna be honest. Um, there's some good blue blue linguistics abyss in this episode. Finn says, skedow. Skedow. Uh, as a... Uh, exclamation, and then he also says, what a bumbleberry, which I like. Sounds like a tasty ice cream flavor. It does sort of sound like a tasty ice cream flavor. Like, I'm definitely imagining very bright pink and blue berries on the box that, like, don't look like any fruit that exists, but you wish they did. You might even say that ice cream is... Honestly, this episode always disappoints me for a number of reasons we've gone over, but the main reason is... I always think it's going to be a Marceline app, and always I'm disappointed when it's not. Oh, yeah. That's a really good point. It's a, It has blood under the skin. That sounds like a really epic Marceline episode where we really dig into her psyche. But no, it's just about dress jokes and a pathetic guy who likes mocking a 12-year-old. Bummer. Bummer. So, uh, for today's media rec, I figured I would um, go for a childhood favorite, which is um, the first quartet in Tamara Pierce's uh, Tordal series, the Song of the Lioness Quartet. The first book is called Alana, the First Adventure. It's about uh, a young girl who disguises herself as a boy to become a knight, and it's awesome, and there's a lot of cool armor in it, including some awesome gold armor. Um, and a cool sword too. We can't yeah, very cool, the cool sword. sword. Very so, cool. There's a cat. It's great. Um, yeah. If you need to balance out all the weird females, you you know, armor thing here, Tamara Pierce. It was written in the '80s, so there's some dated stuff in it. But one of the coolest things about Tamara Pierce is you can really see her progress her politics as she goes on through her various quartets. Yeah. Cool. So yes, uh, definitely seconding Tamara Pierce. Thank you so much for joining KK and Laura the Humans on Come Along With Me. You can email us at adventuretimepod at gmail.com. Send in your questions, thoughts, feelings, deepest regrets, you know, anything. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Come Along With Me, where the last E is a three. Uh, Instagram and Tumblr and TikTok at adventuretimepod. Now, come on. Grab your friends and go to very distant lands. 